www.artikelbrunner.com Are you ready for a small talk? Chit chat? To enjoy it? I don't. <laughs> I never did. But I'm proud to say I'm now fluent in small talk. Oh yeah. How did that happen? Well, a few years, well, a, a lot of years ago, actually, I, I didn't, not only I didn't like small talk, I didn't understand it. I was like, what's the point? I know what the weather is like. Why are we going to comment on it for like minutes? And then what? Talk about my city. Yeah, I know it's the pink city. Like everyone keeps telling me that. I know. And so on and so forth. I really didn't understand it. But the thing is, I was missing on, on things. So I, I felt like it was like I met people, but I, we, we never connect. We, we really get to like be human together. But two things were happening. I was first, I was scaring people away because I was going too deep, too fast. And second, and most of all, that's, that's what, uh, what was happening most of the time for me. I wasn't engaging in conversation at all. It was really difficult for me to begin a conversation because I just didn't know what to say because it felt so useless to small talk. But at the same time, I wasn't stupid. I, I was so that if I didn't small talk, people were scared, feeling uncomfortable or weird. So I was like, okay, let's do this. But I didn't know how. It was so boring to me that I just didn't know how. <laughs> so I learned to do it in the end because I realized that was happening and I wanted to connect to people. Why is it so important to small talk? It's, a friend of mine just said to me the other day, it's the glue of conversations. <laughs> like it's the glue that brings you together to begin with and I like uh, I like this idea because that's right small talk makes you safe to begin with and to go deeper uh, on the conversation with someone so we're going to talk about the levels of communications and I won't go too deep in it it's like uh, it would be the case for a workshop just on, on that but to like sum it up, there are three levels that we consider that we will consider today. And the small talk is the most, like the first in, in terms of the first we do, we practice with someone we don't know. And it's also the most superficial. And some people actually, some researchers call it the ritual level, because it's really ritualized. That's why it's safe. And actually, you might have have the experience of traveling in another country and the codes are not the same. And then even the small talk is not safe. Do, do you know that? Like in France, for example, it's really common in most uh, European countries, it's really common to like shake hands or do, yes, the, the labies that you all know. So we say hello in a ritual way and you say hello and first maybe you're going to ask the name or maybe where the person is from. So very superficial questions. There is also this universal, oh, how are you? Which no one really mean. Like it's really small talk. It's not the how are you you would ask to a friend wanting really to know what's going on. It's just how are you a way to say hello. 
So that's small talk and that's super safe because it's codified. So everyone knows more or less what's going to happen in that. And it gets you to know like the energy of the person. And then when you go into a kind of deeper level of small talk, maybe talking about, yeah, the weather, the football, whatever, it shows so, okay, how does this, what's, how can I say that? What is the interest of the person? Where is it going to? And do you match on that? And that is important to know if you want to go deeper in the conversation or is you just, oh, it was nice to meet you, bye. Yeah, actually just a few years back, I had the, I got the skippy small talk entirely treatment and it felt weird. It was something like that. It was a guy I knew, but just we, we kind of, you know, when you, you met someone a few times where you didn't really uh, get to know them, you just, hey, how are you, this kind of stuff small talk right but not enough small talk to get ready to move on so that day I saw him and he just sat next to me in a bar say hi and the next thing the very next thing he said to me was this question so tell me something you never told to anyone else and I was like really <laughs> that's how you're gonna make me feel safe enough to reveal you the like the secret I never told someone there is a reason why we never tell people things right we need our privacy vulnerability and so on and now I mean by the way by the time I understood how, how the purpose of small talk but it was a very clear like felt sense experience of oh wow yeah I really feel unsafe and unseen right now like how can you feel like that it's okay to ask this question at that moment of the conversation later on that could be totally fine but right now it's like hmm so I'm gonna pass on so how do you small talk painfully uh, painlessly <laughs> wow <laughs> that was a nice um mislanguage so I mean small talk first off small talk is actually not a problem it's cool it's it's kind of I'll actually be fun now I, I I almost enjoy small talk sometimes but the problem is most people never go deeper so I told you it's only the first level the more superficial and in each level you are like more closer to the surface or you begin to go deeper so there is also um, some latitude in the small talk to go a bit deeper but if you never move from there it's like you know it's like the friend zone of conversation it's the chit chat zone you will stay stuck forever talking about the weather and your name and where you're from and you know the accent so things like that so small talk just first level it's really informational it's really neutral it doesn't say much about your personality yet what says more about your personality at that level is actually the non-verbal stuff it's how you behave. So the first thing you can do is actually move on. <laughs> so now you know the purpose. You just small talk enough time to establish common ground. Hey, I'm not creepy. I'm not, you know, a stalker. I'm a cool person to talk to. Now let's move on. Let's go deeper. So you can take the conversation to um, a deeper level, meaning personal level more personal questions and if you need 
just think ahead uh, to questions you would like to explore instead of, you know, the usual, what's the name, where you're from, what do you do, like the combo I talked about in the previous podcast, that personally, I kind of, kind of want to uh, hear anymore because I heard it so many times and it's really, it becomes automatic. But there are some, some questions that are still superficial enough, like they don't go too deep in the personal and they are moving away from the small talk that could lead to actually surprisingly interesting questions. Uh, for example, uh, what do you enjoy when doing when you don't work is often more interesting to ask than what do you do for work? Now, I meet a lot of people who are passionate about what they do. So most of the time it interlaps, but many people don't really like the work they are doing. So they would rather prefer to talk about what they actually enjoy than what they do every day and they want to get away from. In either way, you get to see people light up because they are actually talking about something that they like. And you're going to learn interesting stuff and you're going to have an interesting conversation because it will spark joy in people. Another one that's surprisingly interesting is because it sounds really shallow, but it's what is your favorite dish to cook? And I found this one really interesting because oftentimes it comes back to childhood memories or like, you know, it was this dish that my grandmother was doing all the time and I learned to cook with my mother and blah, 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 blah. So it's apparently very shallow, but it can lead to very interesting, like sometimes culturally or family history, or it can, be, it can become really personal, but still super, super safe. Like you're not asking something like, so when was the last time you cried? You know, so you can think ahead, uh, these kind of questions. A favorite of mine, but it's already beginning to be a bit edgy for people. It depends on who you're talking to is the one I was always asking in the first season of my podcast, what makes you feel alive? Now, this is a super interesting question, but it really can feel um, personal. And, and I'm getting to the second part of this. If you want to play that way, you have to realize it's an art and you have to get a sense of where, where how deep people are going, are willing to go. So it will depend on how the conversation is going. It will also depend on how much they are used to play with this kind of stuff. If they are used to, you know, authentic relating, circling, they will take all these questions because they will know first, they don't have to reply to anything at all if they don't want to. They will be really relaxed about telling you, well, you know, I'm not really um, comfortable to talk about this right now. So how about we build blood instead? Um, if they are not, people would, could feel they have to reply to you and feel really uncomfortable. So this is an art and it comes with practice. After a while, you kind of get a sense and a feel of how deep people are willing to go. But again, it, in doubt, always pick a question that is personal. So you're asking the person what they think or feel about something, but it's still superficial enough that they can stay on an anecdotal uh, plane. Like, what do you like to cook? What do you enjoy doing um, when you don't work? This kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the deeper you go down the level, so from uh, ritual, informational, personal, 
that's where you really begin to connect with the other person. And there are deeper levels, but that's not the scope of this podcast. But the thing is, most of us never learned it. And we don't know, like I was, like I was totally ignorant, blissfully, not actually not blissfully, but actually completely ignorant about this and wondering why can I, is it difficult to connect with people? Why do I find it difficult? Now I know. <laughs> so by the way, that's the kind of thing we play in the deep connection, fun, uh, real fun meetup that I'm doing every Tuesday. Because exactly for that, most of us don't learn it. So we need a safe place, place to, uh, to play with that, you know, and have people also give them feedback. It's really interesting when we play with this kind of stuff and we are in a safe place where people give actual feedback on, well, this question actually felt weird for this and this and that. Or, oh, I love your question. It was, I had this one time, one time in the authentic relating workshop, the, the conversation was actually about where you're from, what you like in your current country. And usually I just can't stand these conversations because we, I had it so much, but this time was special because the person took it on a very personal level and it changed the, the whole conversation. That, so that was really interesting for me to witness. Oh, usually exactly this line of questionings, I'm very bored with it, but that time something's different. Anyway, there's certain small thing you can do with small talk besides from moving on when it's, uh, when it's time is play with it. So that's, the first was, well, change questions, change topics, move away. The, this one would be change your answers. Try answering uh, small talk level questions with personal level answers. So for example, the next time someone uh, asks you, how are you? Take it personal. So don't answer, you know, the automatic, oh, I'm fine or the inauthentic, oh, I'm good, when the, like, the real answer is, well, I'm good for, uh, for relax right now because I'm super tired and you know, blah, 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 blah. So give an honest answer and see how deep you want to take it. Again, what I find uh, fascinating with some of the ritual questions is you can actually take answer quite deep or stay shallow. So it gives you the total control on how you want to play that. But to a, to a questions like, how are you? You can actually, yeah, really play with that. And think about that. If we meet for the first time and I'm asking you, hey, how are you? You will be tempted to stay on the superficial level, small talk, because that's what this question feels like in that situation. But if we know each other for years and I'm saying, hi, so how are you? That question feels a lot more personal, doesn't it? So it's not about the question, it's about how deep are you willing to go and how deep is right to go in this moment. So again, it's an art and it takes practice to feel into that, but try it next time, how are you? Take it personal, even if it's just a, superficial question you can still answer 
you know, in a in a safe way. You don't have to like tell all the way of your struggle that day if you're struggling, or it's always more edgy when we're struggling, right? It's easy to say, I'm super good because I just saw my friends and, you know, this is super good. It's a bit more complicated and difficult for us. I mean, it feels, it's not actually, with practice it's not, but it feels more difficult to admit, well, I'm not so, you know, I feel a bit tired today because my, I'll it real story. <laughs> my, my neighbor did a freaking washing machine at six in the morning this morning. And it wasn't great. <laughs> I was up way before than I used to do. And especially with a noise, that's not great. I just went really personal, but still in a superficial level. I, you know, I, I didn't share my big secret or anything, so it still feels safe for me and the other person. But it, we're already going down a level to a personal level. So that's my invitation for today. Let's try these two things with a small talk. First, realize what it's for and move on. Don't stay in the chit chat zone forever. And then take the answer just a little bit more personal and feel into how deep is safe for you and the other person you don't want to be that i actually had a friend who used to to do that a lot she was just she had no boundaries whatsoever so whenever you will and i didn't know her more uh, much she was actually a friend of a friend but I knew very deep personal stuff about her because she was always talking about the deep personal stuff to anyone and all the time. And it felt, it didn't feel right. So it's not deep, going deep is, it's in a two, it's a, it's a two way thing. Like realize when you're going into deep personal stuff, the person in front of you might not be ready to hear it. So you have to feel in both way when is it right to go deep with your questions and when is it right to, to go deep with your answers lots of stuff to play with that's it so that's my invitation how to feel into being more authentic even if you're staying in more or less shallow conversation i hope you will have fun with it i hope to see you on a deep connection real fun tuesday sometimes and that's it. That was your weekly dose of this love. Boom, your life just got easier. <laughs> Thanks for being here. I hope you are enjoying your summer. I am. It's super, super hot here. I'm so glad I'm by the beach and I could just walk to the sea and have a ploof, as we say in French. We say ploof. And that's it. Drop your comments and let's the conversation going. Let's small talk. <laughs> subscribe to get more and spread the fierce love like share to anyone who needs to hear that stay tuned for the next video until then enjoy the chit chat